Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. How do you help people get their product from Amazon into retail? Well, so first we have uh, an evaluation process that we recommend everybody goes through. They don't have to, uh, but not every product can come off of Amazon and go right to retail. Uh, you know, there's pricing issues, packaging issues. Um, uh, it may, you know, uh, some people on Amazon think that they have a brand, but they don't. They just have a product and it takes more than a product to get into retail. You actually have to have a brand and a company and you social. And I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it, but this evaluation that we do, uh, it's over eight categories and it's a, it's not something that you'll find out there online. It's my own. I used to just take my clients through it and they didn't even know I would just classify them myself and you come out with a score zero to five. And so for, for people to come out with a score of four or five, I know that they can seamlessly go right into retail. It should be not a problem at all. If they're less than a four, uh, they have some issues that they may have to deal with first. And if the if dealing with it doesn't take too long, we can kind of do it all simultaneously. So they can be working on that while we're building their strategy and so on. But it's um, most most Amazon sellers that I've come across don't they don't uh, know if their product is good or not for retail. They don't they don't know anything about retail. And, uh, and so that's what we do is we kind of explain it to them. And that really was the, you know, the, when I started TLB consulting, it was to educate people on retail and, and help them understand this big, vast, whether it's grocery or specialty or drugstore or club store, whatever it is, uh, understand it. So we take them through this process and then we hand it back the evaluation and we make recommendations and, and then they make a determination. Do they want to keep going? Is it, are they a one? And so they have like lots of work to do before they can even start. Are they a 3.5? So all they have to do is a couple things. And while we're putting their strategy together, they're good to go. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if that answered your question, but. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe we can, this is one of our questions for you is talking a little bit about that evaluation process. So can we explain yeah. kind of about that evaluation process so that our listeners can basically know, you know, when to call TLB Consulting for getting themselves into retail. What's a, is there a good, quick kind of way to evaluate whether you're basically ready? Yeah, so um, I don't think there's ever a, for, so we put this uh, evaluation in the field for two reasons. One, because we had Amazon people. Two, I was still turning away a lot of people, people that I knew their products weren't ready. And I would just tell them, hey, your products aren't ready. And I felt bad. I'm not offering you any value. I'm not helping you in any way. And so this evaluation is also for people that have a product idea or uh, um, they have a product that's, uh, they have product samples maybe, and they want to know, hey, what's my shot? What's my chances? And so this is, so we don't ever have to turn anybody away. Anybody that comes and says, hey, I have a product that I want to take to retail. A lot of times I'll say, well, let's do the evaluation first, see where you're at. And, uh, and so the evaluation covers, these are the categories, product, packaging, pricing, competition, sales, marketing, logistics, and buyer contact. And, uh, and so not all of these are weighted uh, the same. So the three, that I call them the three Ps, which are product, packaging, and pricing, are all weighted as 20% of your overall score. 
competition is 10%, sales and marketing are 15, logistics is 10, and buyer contact is five. So once we rate you on all those, based on the overall weighted part of that, you get your overall score. And like I said, we never leave you, hey, you came in a three. We always give you a full page of how you can raise your score and these are the things that you can do to to get to where you want to to where you want to be. So, kind of like action points, then, uh, to, uh, like you know, this, this, and this. Um, Tim, is it? Is it? Uh, I would assume that packaging is probably one of the biggest um, issues because a lot of people going into Amazon are using very basic packaging. Well, so it's not it's, it's not an issue. It's where they're where they're strong. They, they don't even. A lot of times I just give them a zero because they have no packaging. They have a poly bag or they have a, um, uh, and they don't have any packaging started or so they may get a zero on one of the top three. And of course that's going to drive you down. But all it is is a phone call. I have three companies that I work with that do nothing but consumer based retail packaging. And with one phone call, uh, we can get that whole process started. So, in less than 30 days, you can probably have full structured retail packaging or three or four to even look at. So it doesn't mean that you're dead in the water. It just means that, yeah, they probably struggle. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, most people that come to us off Amazon, their packaging is needs help. But as far as the, one of the most important factors of retail, it's really comes down to your, the product itself. And is it actually a unique product of some sort that's going to, you know, sell well in retail and the pricing, if you don't have the margin, a lot of Amazon courses of private label sellers teach a three X margin. And those folks are we cannot- going there? Are yeah, we going we're there, going Amy? there. We're going there, Tim. <laughs> we have to, right? Because after it's that major- big long, uh, thing on your yeah yeah it's a major it's a major consideration right and i'm and and we're always trying to encourage people like hey you know make sure that you're you have the margin especially if you're going to launch a new product that you have the margin to go to actually make some money and advertise and do all that but how is how does your margin affect you when you're trying to go into retail so let's say you've got that unique product and you've sourced it and you've got some great you know yeah okay we can take care of packaging but what does your margin need to be like? And then what are the considerations for the uniqueness of that product? Yeah, all super great questions. So I will tell you, and I backed, I, I said it in my post in your Facebook group, which is margin is probably one of the biggest struggles people have that are coming off of Amazon because on there's two reasons. One, and I don't know whether you guys deal with this or not, but I deal with it all the time. Most of my clients that are on Amazon have no idea if they're making money because there's so many parts that Amazon takes out of it and, uh, and, and they can come out of different buckets, maybe on your P and L. So, Oh yeah, I'm making good money. Well, over here you have this advertising budgets. This is crushing you. And that's not included in your overall margin. So they think that they have good margin and they play this pricing game on Amazon where they keep lowering it. And here's, here's something. And, and, and if, if everybody only hears this, please hear it and understand it. The price that you sell your product for on Amazon is your price. So if you constantly have it on sale, your sell price is your price. You can't sell it on sale at Amazon and then take it to a retailer. So you can't sell it on Amazon for 29 bucks all day long, every day, but then go and say, Hey, my MSRP to a retailer is 39. Whatever you're selling it for on Amazon is your price. And that is what you're going to have to retail it for in retail. And so I think a lot of times when, when you're like this and all you're thinking about is Amazon, 
then you're like, hey, I'll just drop it another couple bucks and stay, you know, buy when the buy box because my I'm I'm the best price. And and you start to erode your margin that way. And then something happens and you want to diversify and you become stuck. So one of the things that we do for all our clients kind of first, and one of the things that we do in this evaluation is we price do a pricing strategy across all the channels. Amazon is just one channel, people. One channel. You have club store, big box, specialty, grocery, drugstore, um, distributors. And so if you want to launch a product, if you're in the launching stage, let's say, let's let's do your pricing across all the channels and see where you have issues. And then you'll know uh, when you're on Amazon, hey, how far can I bring my price down before I set a precedent and kill my chances all the way down the road? Now, if you're just doing retail arbitrage and you're just selling products and trying to make a quick profit and you're done with that product, okay. But if you're building a brand that's going to have longevity, then you have to look across all the channels and make sure it all works. Otherwise, you're kind of stuck, you know, and, and, it, and it doesn't work. I know I got off on a tangent there and I, I'm not sure I even remember your original question. Um, well, the other part. Oh, the, the other part, part was. The product, right? So what, what about the product is the most important? You know, I think we get that the margin, it doesn't necessarily have to be 7X, but the bottom line is we need to make sure we have enough margin to be able to sell through multiple channels so that we can scale our brand, right? So on the other side of things, what about the product? So is there something that we should be looking for when we're going to think about our product research and thinking about bringing a product to market? If we want to have that brand, what should we be thinking about for um, one or some of our products? Yeah, so be in love with your customers. And you, by the way, are a customer. So be in love with your own knowledge of being a customer. Don't fall in love with your product um, per se. Um, be in love with the process of it or how great it is or the fact that it came out of your mind. Be in love with all of that. But, but take a look at it like you're your own consumer. And not your parents, by the way, because they're always going to tell you that it's good. Um, you know, uh, you, you, you yourself. And so if you're going to bring a product in, into retail, understand that it's not, um, it's on a shelf. Okay. There's no video. There's no paragraphs of copy that you can pour through. There's just a product in a box or a bag or a peg on a shelf. And you have like two tenths of a second to grab somebody's attention. And what do you, so what are you going to grab them with? So there's a couple of things in the, and it goes to packaging too is, you know, and I always, I always teach it in three ways. Um, you know, what is your, what does your packaging do to get the customer to stop? Then once they stop, what does it say that captivates them? And then once it captivates them, what's your call to action to get them to put it in their cart? If your packaging doesn't have all three of those things, you're not going to sell anything. And so part of the captivation has to be the unique, right? Why are they holding this? What's unique about it? And sometimes the unique is a cool customer testimonial. And the great thing, now I know we're talking about all this doomsday stuff about coming off of Amazon. Let me tell you some of the great things that we skipped over is your product is fully vetted. Once you've sold hundreds of items on Amazon and you've, you've been through the customer reviews and you've tweaked the product and fixed the issues and they're loving it. Okay. That's, it used to take years for that in retail to get any kind of feedback at all. All, all the only feedback you could have is that it didn't sell and people want the, the retailer want to return it. Bef now, before you even take it, you have hundreds of reviews 
and you know exactly what customers like about that and they've told it to you. So take one of those cool statements and put it on your package or um, uh, understand uh, read every review and understand what is the key things that they like about it because the customers shopping in retail are no different. So if you find three things over the course of all your reviews that people love about your product, those are the three call outs that you need to make. Yep. And oh, Tim, you're looking right here. you just pointed out something that can be an absolute executable for our Amazon sellers and listeners right now. You said it's just on the shelf. That's exactly what your main photo is on Amazon. That is exactly what your main photo is on Amazon. When you search for something on Amazon, it's just a bunch of photos and a title. And that's all people are looking at. If you want to grab their attention, make awesome packaging that says those things. Cause you can't put text on your main photo, but you can show a package and that package can draw them in and get them to buy your unique product. And so right then and there, if you're following Tim's guidelines for packaging and for, you know, getting someone to stop in a store, if you can get them to stop in a store that's aligned with products, you can get them to click on your listing on Amazon when they're scrolling through. Yeah. Remember that, uh, uh, any buy, whether you buy it on Amazon or buy it in a store, it's all emotional, right? And so the one thing that's really helped me, and I'm sure that this is like old hat for you guys, but, um, in your call outs, you know, stop stop just listing these generic features and start talking about how the customer is going to feel when they use the product, how it's going to change things for them when they use the product. I mean, Amy, right. I mean, no more doing this with the cat litter pan, no more doing that. Those are emotional things. And, uh, um, and it solves a problem. Remember, uh, people respond to problem solving. Uh, and I used to preach this when I was in on the floor in retail, in the weeds. Uh, you know, if you can solve a problem, the customer leaving without that product is difficult because they're going to get in the car and say, the problem that I have still exists because I didn't buy the problem product. So, um, yeah. So to answer your question in retail, you know, it has to be unique. It has to, you know, say something. Uh, um, and there's all different kinds of ways to do that. But just a better, just, just a better product and a better price is not going to get it for you too. You have to build up the other aspects of your, of your company. I love that. So people that are already out there and selling well and doing great things and people love their products, they, sh they, they might be ready to diversify and get that, you know, the reach a little further. So that's kind of an exciting thing for, I know some, some people to think about and others, they're perfectly fine just staying on Amazon and, and, you know, and that's okay too, but it's, yeah, and there's never a, yeah, there's never a bad time to have an evaluation, right? Because maybe your five year plan is to get your products and move them into retail, but what are you going to focus on in those five years? Are you going to wait five years and then find out that you have something that takes a year to deal with? Or should you find out now? It's not, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt. Like I said, we have people that come to us with ideas. Um, you know, they like, they just went to Canton Fair or whatever. And they talk to a bunch of people. They have like five different samples coming to them or five different products. And they want to know, you know, which ones make most sense. Yes, exactly. That's why I'm excited about your mastermind. Because I got <laughs> these 28 products on my wall right now. And I'm like, I'm going to. I'm going to figure out which ones are my winners and kind of go from there. So that's really yeah. exciting. Um, so I guess, you know, this question, we've kind of already covered it, but uh, oh, specifically, no. what advice would you give sellers that are just starting out? 
on Amazon? Like what, what would you kind of tell them from a perspective of, of the bigger picture? Well, I think you say it all the time, right? Percentage wise, Amazon's still a super small percentage of retail. And uh, it's this unbelievable tool because it allows, it allows people to create something and get it in front of people so quickly. Um, but you still, you still have to know what you're doing. And, and so I guess the piece of advice I would say, if you're getting on Amazon, it's more than just getting your listing up. Uh, it's like a website that you don't, that, that you don't advertise. It, nobody's going to find your listing on Amazon if you don't do some key things. And, you know, if you don't optimize your listing, if you don't optimize your title, if you don't try to, uh, you know, do brand registry and protect your, I just have a, uh, one of my clients yesterday told me he's part of the new transparency program. Um, uh, and so, you know, Amazon's continually growing, but if you don't know what you're doing, find somebody who does, uh, uh, because that person, Amy or, or, or Andy, or listening to this podcast or being a part of their, their group, uh, um, can save you hundreds of hours of, of time trying to figure this stuff out on your own. And uh, you can be spending hundreds of hours thinking up new products and talking to your, your manufacturer. You don't have to figure it out. There's people that have already done that for you. So don't be afraid to spend a little bit of money on people helping you cut some of this time down so that you get to make you money. And not only that, but when I opened my first business, my own business was some franchise stores. And uh, every mistake I made cost me like five grand. I used to call it the five grand rule, the 5K rule. Uh, because there, there's nobody I could go to to say, uh, you know, this or that. And I won't get into what all those were. But they all cost me at least five grand. And uh, I would have done anything. Looking back, if somebody would have just come alongside me and said, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, you're going to want to do that that way is that's going to cost you money and you, you don't do that. And uh, that would have really helped me, help me out. So I, the biggest piece of advice I can give is first of all, don't, don't be scared that not to do it because nobody's going to buy it. Um, you know, don't be scared to try something new. Uh, uh, people are doing it every day. Don't think that, and then don't think that retail is the big bad wolf. I talked about that on your Facebook group and I hear people say it all the time. Oh, they crushed them and Walmart crushed this person and crushed it. They only crush people that don't know what they're doing. And, uh, and they don't crush them on purpose. They just get crushed in the, I guess the sea of, I don't know what I'm doing. And so I didn't know what I read and I didn't know what I signed. So learn what you're doing, take some courses get yourself educated and, uh, and go rock it, I guess is my advice. So speaking of rocking it, um, can you give us a story of somebody who started on Amazon and who scaled into retail and what that looked like for them? Well, I mean, I have stories about a lot of people that, that, uh, came from Amazon and scaled into retail. I'm trying to think of one that, that, uh, that really stands out probably, um, and I'm under NDAs for a lot of these people, so I can't give you the exact, but this was a, uh, well, one of them was a bug um, repellent company that was on Amazon doing well. The cool thing about their product was that was, of course, it was all natural, but it really was. And this, this these guys had started like in the 
south you know where bugs are bad and you know bugs are i always say in the south bugs are bugs are biblical um and you know what i'm talking about because you live in texas right so whenever you see read in revelations about the bugs with legs and i mean that's because we've been in louisiana and florida and texas we know what real bugs are uh and, and so uh, these guys had started there uh, in the boating industry and went into Amazon and then I took them into Costco and uh, they went into Costco and did in, uh, incredibly well uh, here in the States, but did great in Puerto Rico um, with, with Costco. And, um, and then we went from there um, into a bunch of specialty retailers, um, maybe two, 300 specialty retailers across the U.S. Oh, wow. So when you think of that many channels, I mean, I didn't even think of Costco in Puerto Rico. Like, I don't I'm so like focused on the U.S. right now. That's well, I mean, Costco, incredible. I mean, Puerto Rico is, uh, it just takes, it's harder to get it there. But I mean, Puerto Rico is still part of the U.S. But, but people don't think of it because it has its own, Puerto Rico has its own office, regional office, just like there's a regional office in San Diego that handles, you know, San Diego and, and, and Hawaii and, um, but, but when yeah. you're in those 400 channels, I mean, that's that's a significant multiplier for your business and your revenue. Yeah, wow. yeah. I mean, wow. uh, um, and and then it helps you launch. You know, the, the cool thing about it is cash flow. What cash flow does is help you launch new products. Yeah, you know, um, we went on to launch a bite burn product, which worked phenomenally well. You know, you spray it on a burn, and it takes the burn out of it, um, and. Uh, um, but it was hard, you know, there's parts to it because we had to create PDA, uh, PDQs and I'll, I mean, but yeah, that's one that I, that I was really happy with. And, um, remember talking to the buyer, I remember the buyer saying to me at Costco, well, it didn't do as well as off. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, did you just say that to me? Cause I don't know, off has been around since Jesus time. Um, uh, I mean, it, it's been around so long and were you expecting this product to do as well as off? No, come on. <laughs> But, but they always that's have to awesome. find something. It didn't do as well as off. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. Well, I mean, we would love to hear about, you know, let, let's hear about what you've got going on and how people can find you, Tim, and, um, and, and how people can, if they are interested, how they can get involved in, in your masterminds. Yeah, so there's two things coming up mastermind-wise. Um, one is we have, another, we have another mastermind coming up in June, and I would very much like to um, – uh, steer it toward uh, mostly people that are interested in getting their products from Amazon into into retail. So everybody, you know, the cool thing about masterminds is that um, it's more than just me teaching. It's a collective uh, people that are all, all trying to go the same way and do the same thing and they learn from each other. And so the way I do a mastermind is we teach, then we do and then we come back and we learn and then we teach and then we do and we come back and we learn. And so uh, this first one, it's going to start at the end of June and um, I'll give you a link to that application process so you can put it in your show notes. And then we're also going to run a June mastermind class at the end of June. And this one is going to be on creating a strategy. So you would come to the class. It's a virtual. Um, so it'll be held online. It'll be a half day. So between three and four hours and you'll come uh, with nothing and you'll leave with a strategy to take your product to retail. So, uh, um, incredibly valuable. I'm super excited about that one. And so I'll also have a link for you for that one. And then if you want to find me on the shelf, you can find that on the shelf podcast anywhere. Uh, um, it we're pretty much on every platform. You'll be consulting as our website, which we're in the middle of revamping. And then, uh, on the shelf now.com is the actual website for the podcast, but um, and then eventually there'll be a, a mastermind website that's coming. 
Awesome. I love that name. That's a great name, Tim. <laughs> I like the name of the podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I started that in 2015. So cool. you guys are on episode. We were on 17, but uh, we're growing really quickly. So um, one of the things I'm always uh, pinging Amy being like, yeah, a reverse engineered, you know, I've got a big marketing SEO, of course, as you can see my, uh, my wall back here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm pretty good at reverse engineering the, uh, the iTunes algorithm. So uh, needless to say, we're doing really well, really quickly. <laughs> nice. And by the way, I do have a Facebook group. Uh, there's a Facebook group for the podcast called On the Shelf Now. Um, there's also a closed group called On the Shelf Now. So, and you can go, you can uh, join the Facebook. Uh, well, actually, so I have a closed Facebook group called On the Shelf Now. Just go and hit join and you can get into that. Um, but I also have a Facebook page for On the Shelf, which you can, it's called On the Shelf Now and you can go like that and, and be part of that conversation. I just saw that question there. So, um, awesome. How did I not know that, Tim? What's not that? Now I'm going to stalk you on all areas of please, your life. Please, yeah. so. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tim, for being with us today. I know our listeners are going to learn so much uh, about, you know, the potential of expanding their brands and really building a brand. I think if we take anything from this episode, it's, it's about when you're building your brand, put some thought into it and think about what your potential could be one day, you know, think about those hundreds of channels and um, think about, Hey, you know, I can be on Amazon and I can validate my product on Amazon. I can do all of that with no barriers. But then after that, I can spread my wings and, you know, and fly, really fly. So that's, uh, that's an exciting thing to think about. And, you know, just the one story you gave us about, this one small brand that makes a bug product that is now in hundreds of stores. That's just really, really cool. So uh, it, is, uh, it is cool. And speaking of brands, just keep one thing in mind. This came from uh, a gentleman I just uh, interviewed that just came out today, but um, you know, the word brand I think is diluted. You know, people just say, Oh, it's a brand. It's a, this it's a that. And he says a brand is a promise that you make and how you keep that promise. And so, you know, when you're thinking about your brand, think about what am I promising my customers and am I keeping that promise? And in that is your brand. I love that. Very yeah, cool. Fantastic. All right, Timothy, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, as usual, everybody, if you guys don't mind uh, rating and reviewing us on all the major plat uh, podcast platforms, we Definitely would appreciate that. Make sure you go check out uh, Tim's podcast. I have not checked it out yet, but it's definitely going to get added to my list. I'm starting to, I, I'm starting to drive a lot more with our, our house hunting. So I have a lot more podcast time in the car. So uh, <laughs> I've been, I've been seeking new ones out. So I'm definitely going to check that out. Thank you so much, Tim. Yeah, believe me. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. And don't miss uh, Amy's podcast coming out on Thursday. So that'll be fun. Yeah, I was on Tim's podcast um, just a couple weeks ago. And so that was really fun to talk about that. And we definitely uh, mentioned our podcast there. So we're doing some cross podcasting. It's fun. Indeed, indeed, <laughs> indeed we are. Indeed we are. <laughs> All right, everybody have a great day. All right, take care, everyone. We'll see you next Thanks, time. Thanks, guys. All right, bye. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.